Please enjoy your prescribed fiction experience. Hi, I'm Phil. Hi, I'm Mark. Welcome to Organise Fun, the board game podcast, where this week we have got the finale of our Kids on Brooms adventure. Ooh. But as usual, business first. Just got one bit of business, and that is the conclusion of our chapters discussion saga. Oh no, is, is it still going on? <laughs> well, okay, so I put the Twitter vote out, and 58, no, can't read my own writing, 54 percent of people went with yes please do some chapters eight percent said no and 38 percent said they didn't care so technically chapters won right so for our starfighters episode i i did you know i listened through listened to all the timestamps, and i put them on i put chapters on hooray i did it it was a bit of extra work though mind because i had to pay attention to what was going on etc and when it came out the chapters only appear on the podbean app or the website and loads of people listen through like apple podcasts and whatever yeah podbean is not the main number one listening area so most people weren't even getting the benefit of the chapters anyway and even though i did the timestamps and like matched it up perfectly when i listened to the chapters it was still like a couple of seconds out which is really weird (laughs) so sorry i don't want to go back on the twitter vote but i gave it a go i don't think the effort is worth the small amount of people who would benefit from it sorry yeah to be fair when people were voting i suppose that all that that information wasn't knowable that it wasn't wasn't on all platforms so no yeah thinking about it you don't get it on like apple Podcasts and stuff do you no no so there's no no unless it's going to be across everything yeah yeah or or the only other thing you could do was you mm. do do it on the podbean app but in the notes on apple Podcasts and stuff you write oh, in the times no. where it is can't be bothered i can't be bothered <laughs> Well, that's what I said. It I forever if you're going to go back <laughs> anyway. So it's probably no, a good thing. That that's this true. Did you do any timestamps for To Watch Who? No. No. There you go. So I, mm. I tried it. I gave it a yeah, go. Gave it there a go. There is one go. episode out there that has timestamps, should you wish. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got one thing. Yeah. Well, just going back to the A to Z of games conversation. Yes. Which I don't think we actually had on here. No. So maybe do you want, <laughs> do you want to tell the listener about the A to Z of games? Oh, I remember what? we tweeted about it but I don't think we did it on the podcast no well I was just gonna say I wonder if there's an A you could do A to Z have you got enough games that you could do one for each letter of the alphabet and what would your A to Z of games be Mm. well I was just gonna say it would go against the spreadsheet yes but I do think maybe we should do a challenge the A to Z games challenge yeah of playing an A to Z of games yes we can do in a well in a session at some point yeah that's fine although well then but then you'd have to choose quite carefully you'd have to curate your list of A to Z preferably to quite short games because that's 24 hours if you're allowing an hour per game yeah so I think what you do is so if I was organising this which I'm sure it will be me if we do it (laughs) it might be me (laughs) I would look at all the A games and I would choose the quickest one I would like just choose the quickest game for each letter well I would go between yes the quickest one but also if there's one in there that's like you really want to play which would represent that letter very well then you could add in the odd longer game what do you mean by would represent that letter very well if, well, surely if like, it well, begins I'm with just... that letter that's enough right that, that no counts. but like okay so i don't know l for legendary which would be the l game yeah but 
but there could be another game beginning with L that's really short, like, I don't know, Lexicon or something. Right. Um, and you're like, oh, I don't want to play Lexicon. I want to okay. play Legendary. Famously, oh. everyone knows Lexicon is just rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> just say so something like that. So maybe maybe we can, I don't know, well, have a look at what the shortest one of each one that you've got is and then true. see what that looks like. Maybe start from there and then swap them out. We were talking about doing like a board game endurance thing, weren't we, for like how long yeah. can you play for? We could just combine the two. It's an endurance challenge, should. but it's A to Z of... Maybe set a challenge of uh, try and get it under 12 hours. I think you could do an A to Z of games under 12 hours, <laughs> which is what, what, half an what hour game-ish. Yeah. Hang on, am I just, am I, have I just completely misconstrued how many letters are in the alphabet? It's 26 letters in the alphabet. Yeah, I've been saying there's 24, so it's even over 24 hours. <laughs> so that's even more of a challenge. I think if you can aim, because actually some won't be even half an hour. Some will no. be like five minutes. You could some could be some very in. much longer. Yeah. I was so just I thinking... Think you could time it as well. Do you know what would be really shit? You know speed dating? Like, right. <laughs> just, I don't know, every half an hour, a little bell rings and you just have to stop whatever stop you're game. playing and move on <laughs> to the next one. <laughs> I, think, I think put a timer on and just play. And okay, there can be like two sort of like comfort oh. breaks allowed to pause the timing. True. But imagine how actually that would be quite fun. It sounds shit, but right. You set up like a load of games in advance. They might even all be the same game, right? And just ding-a-ling-a-ling every 10 minutes you move to the next table and then at the end you total up the score so it's like you are having to continue the game based on the shit potentially shit decisions that the person before you has made oh people move around and you just pick it up yeah and you just see if you can salvage the game from what they've been doing like right where am i okay am i losing am i winning whatever and then you get 10 minutes to impact that game and then you move along to the next one you'd have to have like five minutes in between just to catch up to where that person left off yeah to work out what was going on okay so maybe it's a 15 minute timer so you've got like five minutes catch up and 10 minutes later anyway i digress that's that's ridiculous i think Uh, the a to z challenge should be planned at some point yes okay definitely yeah but that's it for business so as i said this is the finale of kids on brooms if you obviously you will hear there's a massive recap then there's the thing at the end we talk about like our highlights of the story and i will post loads of pictures from my planning notes etc bits of evidence that the players might have found all that sort of stuff I was going to say, you're going to put a chapter timing in when you're when no. it's the end and when it's the talk, just to put on the in the notes, just say, from this point onwards, this is where we talk about the... No, nah. okay. Nah, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> no, that's it. The idea of chapters <laughs> is dead for me now, there's no... <laughs> but yeah, without further ado, here is Kids on Brooms, Chapter 14, The Battle of Hollyfirth. Enjoy! <laughs> Are you sitting comfortably? Then I'll begin. Previously on Kids on Brooms... Welcome to Hollyfirth, a once prestigious magical school disguised as an unfinished bus station in the city of the future, Milton Keynes. Headmaster Roderick Pendergast steps up to the podium. I'm pleased to announce that Barry Cooper, one of our most esteemed alumni, will be visiting tomorrow. You notice a sort of mysterious figure in the gardens that seems to be shuffling around erratically. Well, you head towards the gardens, which has lots of delightful paths 
paths and ponds and bits. But unfortunately, the plants are all barren and withered. You get closer to the figure and you see that it is a very old man. Miranda! Oh, my Miranda! Miranda Heggington! My, my Miranda! She's gone! She's gone! Aye, that's Donald Heggington, one of the most well-renowned landscape artists of his generation. Presumably, you know all about Miranda. She disappeared and no one knows what happened to her. Aye, exactly. That's why all the bushes are so desolate. They say that none of them ever grew again once Miranda Higgington had disappeared. Heggers is not quite right. It just seems really angry. There's a lot of growling going on. And there's a commotion over at the arena. You hear lots of shouting, roaring, yelling, etc. You run to the windows, but a crowd is already forming. The staff have rushed out uh, into the grounds and have projected a barrier. But just before they do, you catch a glimpse of a shrouded body being wheeled out of the arena. It's one of your serpents. It just went crazy and mauled him. Is that a leaf? Aye, bloody leaves all over the place. Now where the hell did they come from? I'd like you all to give a huge round of applause for Mr. Barry Cooper. Hollyfair Serpent Board Champion. Keeper for the Harrington Harriers and inventor of the self-flying broom. Hello, Hollyford. Hi, guys. Yeah, yeah. It's great to be back here after all these years. I've been sent to ask you if you can identify this leaf. As you know, I came here for a really totally special reason today. We're <laughs> going to be holding a little competition, just a little competitionette, guys. So the winner, like, will not only win one of my company's, like, self-flying brooms, but you'll also get the chance to be part of the latest serpent ball initiatives let the competition begin there is a bit of detritus in cooper's pen that may or may not be one of these suspicious leaves suddenly though you hear a commotion coming from the serpent center at the top of the flying grounds a loud cry rings out sarah flubber emerges levitating a prone body in front of her it's jim goodhall there shouldn't be leaves in here how odd have you managed to identify the leaves that we found. That's the rub. It's not a plant. It's got more in common with one of those serpents than anything else. The rustling of the branches almost starts to sound like whispering. Grace, it's almost like you can hear a female voice. This, this way, way, this, this way, way, find, find me. me. There, lying on the grass, is Teddy. But next to Teddy is a legit, actually growing, fully blossoming flower. Whoa. You're walking past the serpent pool, Cooper bursts out of the water and like <laughs> it smashes out of the water and pounces on Donnie, clamping his head in her jaws. <gasps> Is something wrong with the serpents? You see Jim Goodhall, but he's supervising the loading of Heggers and Cooper into the back of a transport truck. Oh, have you noticed these like weird like feathery things or leafy type things? As a matter of fact, I was just looking at one when I had my little accident. Well, oh, absolutely stunning fight, guys. But that means, Merida, you are the Aberforth winner. Yeah. Now, that was an amazing display of dueling skill, Miss Roundberg. Well done. Round of applause for Jim. 
Jesse, everybody. We found a flower in the middle of the maze. Good Lord, that's extraordinary. It is the Heggington Rose. Nobody except Miranda Heggington has ever been able to grow this extremely rare flower. What do you know about Miranda Heggington's disappearance? It happened around the time of the great magical flower competition. Both Miranda Heggington and Davina Hattenberg, in fact, actually were entered in the competition. There was always a bit of a rivalry there between the two of them. And uh, just when it got to the, the final of the competition, it was down to Davina and Miranda, but Miranda never turned up. And so Davina won by default. One of the envelopes seems to be uh, slightly ripped open. The only thing it says on the front is Hildegard. And it says, those serpents were pathetic. They couldn't even take out those two teenagers. The dose will have to be increased for the final test. I've just seen Monty Blackfriar right at the front listening to the music. This is the perfect chance for us to sneak in that closed door. Good thing I've got my granddad's magic key. It opens onto just a narrow corridor with another door at the end of it. And on this door is written Private Staff Vaults. Let's go. Now, we have two very special people coming up on stage now. Miss Jessie Rowenberg and Merida Clark. Here are yourself flying brooms that you've tried so hard, darlings, to win. You and Merida get onto your brooms, but the brooms start to rise uncontrollably. They're self-flying. They're just rising, rising. It's just they keep going up towards the broken window. And before you can stop them, the brooms shoot up and fly you away. Oh my God. Miss Merriweather, you and Mr. Moonshine get after those brooms. You see Mr. Donny Zimmer running towards the broom shed. I'm getting my broom and I'm going after them, you wee shites. Just as you're jumping onto your brooms, you see Mr. Roland Moonshine knocked unconscious, lying on the grass. You land outside a derelict looking building. It appears to be an old abandoned serpent ball arena. Through the fence, you can see a van parked outside the building with animal transport written on the side. Rearing out of the water is Heggers and Cooper. They are covered in the green leaf scales that people have been finding around and they look proper pissed off. Did your geography teacher turn up yet? Who? Miss Merriweather, why would she be here? Hey, your head teacher told her to come find you. No, you're the first. Heggers lands back in the pool. With a screech, it rears out of the water and as you watch, its back splits and spindly, almost plant-like tentacles sort of branch out of it. Barry Cooper steps out of the darkness. Yeah, I, I suppose you think you're terribly clever. All you've done is shown that these serpents are like totally too weak. Don't worry, we've like got an infinite amount of power to create something bigger, something better. Shame you won't be around to see it. I needed someone to test our new serpents out after it failed to kill you and that stupid Scottish bastard. Then we had to up the dose. A very angry, very mutated Heggers comes bounding out the back of the van. She looks around for a second and then pounces straight on Barry Cooper. She rips into his back. She's biting at him. She tears his back plate off. Blood splats. We're like totally unstoppable. 
You think Holly Firth is safe? You think you can trust them? Ha! <laughs> Did anyone ask where Miss Merriweather went? You think that you must be underneath the magical labyrinth in the school grounds. Sure enough, you hear a voice that says, Find me! Find me! Closer! Closer! However, the corridor just seems to end in an empty room. All the serpents nationwide have all been collected and taken away for study. A couple of figures materialize. They are extremely tall, they're shiny and shimmery, and it looks like they have wings on their back. You have come face to face with the king and queen of the fae. The Fae Prince has come of age, but we cannot sense him. Please find him for us. There is a small shelf marked Restricted. There is a book on alternate dimensions. Hi everyone, this is Dorset Applecake live at the Wizarding Council. In a bold first move as F-Wit liaison, Pugnacia Whipshaft has arranged this historical meeting with all key non-magical dignitaries in order to strengthen the bonds between our two communities. Guests include the Prime Minister and various members of the Cabinet who are all inside waiting for Miss Whipshaft's arrival. Suddenly, the front of the building ex explodes in a crash of stone and glass. A gigantic creature bursts forth, looking like a horrific mashup of many, many, many serpents, all smooshed together. With a terrifying roar, it lunges towards Dorset Applecake before the camera goes black. <gasps> I was there at the sign-in of the very first wizard fuckwit pact. We, the undersigned, hereby acknowledge the existence of both magical and non-magical communities, vowing to keep magic pure and secret. Magic shall not be divulged either by display, explanation, or cross-breeding. Signed, William Thatcher, FWT and R.T. Merriweather Magic. Obviously, some rules have changed, but there are those who wish they hadn't. So we reckon Merriweather is descended from them. True or false, FWTs can also absorb magic particles from the atmosphere. True. Regrettably, that is so... Attention! All classes are to be dismissed. The creature has been sighted. It's heading this way. The message from the Guardian said the creature has attacked a number of settlements with multiple casualties, all of them FWTs. We believe students of F-Wit descent may be at risk. Merriweather is a bitch. It's confirmed. There is a pool that is sort of very green and murky and sort of sludgy, and the oldest serpent, its skin is all all wrinkled, it's faded to like a white colour, its whiskers are grey and curling, and it's very serene looking. You may call me the father of serpents. Miranda Heggington. Is she in this dimension, or...? I cannot sense her in this plane of existence. Was Merriweather involved in the creation of the Hydrant? Yes. Oh, bitch. You get outside just in time to see the Hydrant land on the flying grounds. I don't recall you mentioning Miss Merriweather being there. She's not. Is it Miranda Heggington who can reverse what has happened to the Hydrant? Yes. Is the child of the king and queen of the Fae in Hollyfer? Yes. A portal opens. <laughs> 
Beyond it, you see another dark room. Yes, there's Mar- there is a figure strapped to a thing in the center of the room. You, you we found you. She looks incredibly pale and sickly. The closer you get, you realize there's all sorts of tubes and vials and stuff like plugged into her, all like tubes, and there's like green gunk being pumped in, siphoned out of her. Finally, finally someone's found me. She used my botany powers to enhance them with botanical mutations. That's why she's kept me down here all this time. She's been siphoning off my power. No one can grow things like I can. No creature on earth can kill the hydrant now. Is Benny the child of the faking queen? Yes. You take the thimble from him and for a brief flicker you see like the outline of the fey wings and the sort of regal fey prince that Benny Hollows obviously is. It's Miranda Heggington. And as she walks, the plants and the grass start sort of just growing up again all around her. Miranda holds out her arms and suddenly you see all these sort of botanical mutations, the wings, the spindly legs, they start to vibrate and it's bits, they shrivel up and they sort of drop off. Miranda sort of collapses to the ground, her power drained. The sky turns violet. The Fey King and Queen appear. They are dressed in sort of Fey armor. They've got bright sort of light shining fiery Fey swords and they fly about. lopping off the heads of all the serpents and the hydrant sort of thuds to the ground dead our debt is repaid there is only one staff member missing miss merriweather you think miss merriweather had something to do with miranda's disappearance yeah yeah very definitely miranda is conscious again but we've encountered a problem yes whenever she tries to explain what happens her words just garble and become nonsense It's like she's prevented from talking about it. Seems like all of this stems from when Miranda first disappeared. If you think that Miss Merriweather had something to do with it, we need proof. Allow me to show you something, children. This is a memory cabinet. I want you to watch this. It's my memory of the day that Miranda Heggington went missing. An image appears on the wall like a projection. You realise you're seeing through Pendergast's eyes from that day. There's chaos. There's an ambulance, police, and the courtyard is covered in debris. A much younger Miss Merriweather runs over. What the hell happened? I only left you in charge for one afternoon. Headmaster, I don't know where to start. There's been a terrible accident. Fred Gimble's fallen from the astronomy tower. He's dead. On top of that, Miranda Higgington never showed up for the flower show. We've searched everywhere, but she's gone. Professor Trot has just quit out of the blue. It's awful. Everything's gone wrong. The image flickers out. Who's Professor Trot, sir? Oh, Professor Trot was the old divinations teacher. An unfortunate part of Fred's accident lost him the ability to speak. At this, Fred opens his mouth and his Mm. tongue has been ripped out. How did you die? The chalk sort of floats along. I fell from the astronomy tower. And was it an accident? The chalk hovers and starts to vibrate. It tries to form letters, but it just ends up scribbling nonsense before exploding with a loud bang of chalk dust. There's some weird random school exchange visit from the Brambleford elite, which I've never heard of it. Wait a minute. He runs to his bookshelf, flickering through a yearbook. There, look. And he shows you a picture from the school yearbook. It's setting up for the flower show, but there's 
three strange figures just caught in the background of the picture. Is it us? Is that us? <laughs> oh. It's obvious now. You were there in 1978. You witnessed the scandal of 78. You have one day in 1978. No loops. Use it wisely. <laughs> adult. The three of you appear at the school gates. Through the bars, you can see a flurry of action as staff and students are setting up for the flower show. You hear footsteps behind you, and you turn to see a young man approaching. He's holding a suitcase, and he looks pretty nervous. It's Fred Gimbel! It's my first day here. I'm super excited. I'm super stoked to be teaching astronomy at the school. Yeah, hi. Welcome to Hollyfirth. I'm Barry Cooper, the head boy. Professor Trot slumps in his chair, then suddenly... He like stretches out and his eyes go completely white. He's like, <gasps> what happened, sir? I, I, I just had a vision. I, I must go see the headmaster at once. It was terrible, terrible. Disaster's going to strike the flower show. Mr. Pendergast around. I'm afraid you've just missed him, Professor Trot. Is there anything I can do? Something terrible's going to happen. Why don't you come with me and uh, we'll discuss this privately. There's no need to panic the students. She she looks around and she spots Barry Cooper in the crowd. Ah, oh, Mr. Cooper, perhaps you'd like to join us? <laughs> well, whatever should we do, Deputy Headmistress? Should we evacuate the school? Should we call the Guardians? We've come up with a better solution, haven't we, Barry? Uh, yeah, totally. She waves her wand and a creature appears. It appears to be a Nintipint, but it seems to have the same sort of plant-based mutations that you've seen before in the future. Get him! And then the Nintipint jumps on Runcible Trot and starts biting him, attacking him. Oh no! Oh no! Good lord! What the fuck is this? Oh no! The Nintipint! Miss oh, Heggington, I require your assistance. Oh, well, it's just I'm a little bit busy at the moment. It's not optional. Before Miranda Heggington can react, Miss Merriweather pulls her wand out, stuns her, and then pff, the two of them disappear. All of a sudden, Fred Gimble comes racing up the steps, out, across the grass, over towards the astronomy tower again. And you can hear him saying, oh my god, oh my god, shit, shit, shit. Sir, it's alright, calm down, sir. What, what's going on? What did you see down there? I, I was in my, I was checking out my vault, and then I saw I, one of the other teachers, I think it was Miss Merriweather, dragging a lady into her vault. She was unconscious or something, and then there was sort of a flash, and oh my god, I don't know, and I just ran, but shit, I dropped my staff ID. I only got it this morning and I left it behind. Oh my God, it's her, she's coming, you have to hide. I'll tell Pendergast. I don't know what you're doing with Miranda Heggington, but I'll tell. I don't think so. She pulls her wand out and they start to fight. You can't stop me, I'll still tell. And how exactly are you going to do that? She slices and Fred's mouth fills with blood. He spits the chunks of his tongue out onto the floor. And you can hear the sounds of the festival going on down below. And the winner is Miranda Heggington! Perfect. This is Miss Merriweather before blasting Fred through the wall and out to his death. You just hear the sort of rustle of robes, a gasp from the crowd down below, and then a thud onto the ground. 
you've just got pulled back from 1978 where you witnessed Fred Gimble getting ganked out the window and all the all the horrible kidnapping etc yeah. I'm not going to make you start the episode by explaining it all to Professor Pendergast because <laughs> that's how the previous episode started so <laughs> skip forward to that I see says Pendergast once you've explained <laughs> may I if I show your phone to the guardians they'll have irrefutable proof to apprehend Merriweather. So, once he has your phone, which you unquestioningly hand over to him, he looks at you gravely. While I'm gone, you need to stay in your dorms. We don't know what she's up to. Suddenly, he jerks, eyes wide. Blood trickles out of his mouth, and with a gasp, he slumps forward, a knife sticking out of his back. (gasps) Behind him, Merriweather steps out of a flickering dimensional portal. She eyes your Bramblefoot elite robes that you're still wearing with distaste. Hmm, so that was the plan, was it? To use you in the past to convict me in the future? (laughs) Pathetic. She crunches the phone beneath her boot, destroying the evidence. There'll be no more of that nonsense. With a flick of her wand, the time machine on the wall of the history room smashes into dials, shards of metal, cogs, etc. What is your reaction to this? Did you just destroy time? <laughs> Stupid girl. Not, not did you just time machine, you idiot. <laughs> and also, you just killed Pendergast. <laughs> you bastard. <laughs> With that, she looks down at Pendergast's body. Seems like I'm headmistress now, and I've got a school to sort out. She disapparates with a pop. Sorry, what? What do you mean? What just happened? Are you asking me, or are you being Jesse? (laughs) (laughs) Who knows? Who knows? That is my reaction. (laughs) Yeah? Oh, shit. No. Oh, my gosh. What are we going to do? We've got to, I don't know, tell the other staff. Yeah. Didn't I have no proof? Yeah, shit. It's a fairly large bit of proof lying dead on the floor next to you. Oh, also that, yeah. yeah. We can't prove it was... Can we prove it was Miss Merriweather? Oh, is the knife still there? Yeah, is the knife still there? Yeah, it's still sticking out of his back. Fingerprints. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. What happened to Miranda Heggington? She is unconscious in the medical wing, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. That's why we had to go back and get proof. She can't say. Yeah, like Fred Gimble, she also has that spell that she can't talk about it. Okay, so our options are to undo the spell that they can't talk about or kill Miss Merriweather, like proper vigilante style yeah or <laughs> I'm up for option two <laughs> or hide in my cupboard until it all blows over <laughs> will it blow over though and will we all fit well we might need some supplies <laughs> okay or another option that someone else can think of I mean be up for killing Miss Everyweather but she's killed me at least once she's killed you <laughs> twice me twice yeah I feel like we are a little outmatched <laughs> kill me once shame on you <laughs> <laughs> What do you think about going and finding a really big monster? Well, kind of a really big monster. I think, (laughs) I think we left the father of serpents on question one. (laughs) After we did it over and over, let's give him some serpent serum and then let him just rip the shit out of everything. (laughs) Yes. 
Oh, if we've got two que- if we've got questions left, we can ask him in front of the guardians. Did Merriweather kill Pendergast and kidnap Miranda Higgington? That's very true. Um, I feel like it's not what the DM was expecting, but <laughs> <laughs> no, the DM is trying to remember. Did you leave? The, is the father of serpents alive in this day? I can't yeah, I remember. Can't, I can't remember. I can't be hundred percent sure, but I, I don't know. I think because I asked him a question and then backed away. <laughs> <laughs> He was like, is is the changeling Benny Hollows? And he was like, yes. And I was like, right, just I'll leave it there. <laughs> oh, I can't remember. I feel like we need to pause and find out because that could change. Would you yeah. like to do that? Because otherwise I'm going to say we go and see if the Father of yeah, Servants is still there. <laughs> or you could find some other proof, surely. What was in, what was the astronomer's guy's name? Fred, Fred Gimble. Fred Gimble. Is there anything in his vault? No. It was just he... a lunch and there's a note from his mum. No, and you got it. There was... Stardust and bottled starlight, wasn't there? Yeah. yeah. Didn't we use them to get Miranda Hagington? Oh yeah. yeah, didn't you use one to amplify the dimension spell? Yeah. Yeah. We used them so that we could find Miranda Hagington. What it's teachers me. are currently in residence? All of them. Okay. Apart from Pendergast. <laughs> all the dead ones. Oh no, did we save them all? Well, yeah, because you got back before cause the serpent, the hydrant, didn't actually kill anyone this time, okay. the first time around. I reckon we could probably trust Barnaby Spud. Do we show him Pendergast's body and let him while you're doing that I am going to pause let's see if we can find out if the serpent has any questions left okay well if that makes any difference you do have two questions left for the father of serpents I reckon get Barnaby Spud with the revolver in the cavern <laughs> with the serpent Wait, well, yeah no with the with, with the knife <laughs> with the knife and the pendergast and the <laughs> yeah show him that and maybe because Jim I assume Jim Goodhall is still coherent because he knows about the father of serpents he will also know that it can only tell us the truth right more witnesses uh, to the question oh yes because it's his vault isn't it yeah. or maybe um, just get the serpent upstairs if we can yeah. Uh, I'm he is not going to let us move him. No. <laughs> what if we bring him? Unless we <laughs> empty canteen hatches, big cauldron, and plop him in there. <laughs> yeah, I re- so Barnaby Spud and Roland Moonshine, they come as like a pair. I reckon Paula Troy, she'll she'll be well good if we do end up attacking yeah. Merryweather. She'll yeah. she'll be there. She'll defend us. I think we should take Jim to help us get the serpent out. Yes. We're going to unleash a monster serpent. We should probably have the zoologist. <laughs> And I seem to remember that Jim gives him sweets as well, so... Yeah, bring the treats. So right. how are we going to get in there? What are you doing? Yeah, are you going to get Jim Goodhall? Like, what are you doing? Come on. <laughs> Do we split up and bring them all down or sort of collect teachers conspicuously and take them down to the vaults? Well, what's what's her face going to be doing? She hasn't killed us yet. No, because we can't but... prove anything and if we turn up dead, it looks True. suspicious. Yeah. Pendergast being dead is fairly suspicious. True. I reckon she's definitely going to blame us and set us up. Yeah. Yeah, I think and writing to the governors as we speak. Yeah. <laughs> I think we need to move quickly. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I'm not against splitting up and maybe going after different teachers to try and yeah. convince them to come and, you know, yeah. see, what's, see what's what. Okay, you will have time to each approach and try and convince one teacher of your choice. Okay. I'll go for Barnaby Spud. Shall I take all the Troy? Go for it. Did you want me to get Jim Goodall then? Yeah, you can do it. Okay. Yeah. Let's each each roll a d20. We'll see who whose adventures we follow first. Well, that would be a natural one. <laughs> natural two. <laughs> Ten. Okay, so Grace is going to go first, then Xavier, then Jessie's going to pick up the knife out of Pendergast <laughs> and stick it into her own face. <laughs> <laughs>
Okay, Grace, go for it. Right, so I'm presuming, Jim, I can't quite remember what day it is and where. Me neither. <laughs> is, is he going to be, you know, in the Majisuwanaji place? Yeah, because he got he got discharged after getting twatted on the back of the head, didn't he? Oh, yeah. Okay, you get to the Majisuwanaji place and Jim Goodhall's there and he's feeding the ninty pints. Oh, oh good day, Grace. Mind you, stand back, right? These ninty pints have got a nasty little poisonous bite. It's truth. Okay, there is an amazing emergency and I need you to come with me. Jesus, truth, is it someone falling down the billabong again? <laughs> What's that, Skip? Someone's falling down the well? <laughs> this is a matter of life and death. Well, what? what is it, mate? <laughs> I oh, know we didn't agree whether we were going to tell everyone the father of serpents needs yeah, you. bleeding out. How do you know about him? Well, I'll tell you when we go and see him. Are you trying to blackmail me? <laughs> no, I'm trying to rush you. He's he's in desperate need of help. <laughs> now I reckon you're going to have to test your charm. <laughs> <laughs> no, but he does. He does care about the father of serpents, so it's going to be quite a low pass. You just need charm four to convince okay. him. Good ball. Well, I can roll a d6, so that was a natural one. Oh no! I think you must have just heard about the father of serpents from somewhere, and you're just trying to sneak into my vault to get to meet him. Now he's a like a proper fair chap and all, but no, no, he, he. I have I've spoken to him in a prophecy because I am very mystical, and he doesn't like me very much. He's a little bit can- cantankerous. Nah, I'm afraid. No, no, no. Leave me alone. I've got to feed these ninty pints. Right. Is he in the cage with the ninty pints? No. He's like just standing by the side of the ninty pints, poking yeah. lettuce into them. How the deadly? Is not the ninty pints. How deadly <laughs> are the ninty pints? How deadly? Yeah. Oh, well, if one bites you, then you'll feel a bit crook for a couple of hours. But if like all of them bite you, then you could die. Okay. How many are there? Roll a d12. <laughs> oh, as you can see, I've not actually got that many independents on the go at the moment. I don't actually know. But I think some of them might be missing. <laughs> okay, I am going to fling the cage door open. <laughs> okay. Describe. <laughs> With the aim of what? <laughs> Well, I was hoping that a stream of ninty pins would come out, <laughs> but more, more like a trickle at this rate. But <laughs> and I was like, well, they're not going to do that much damage if a few people get bit. <laughs> <laughs> you bloody stupid, you flaming galah. Now I'm definitely not going to come down to the Father of Serpents because I've got to spend my time catching these ninty pins. I was hoping to like provoke him into chasing me. <laughs> I'm going to push him over. <laughs> oh my, <God. laughs> my hands are tied. <laughs> you pushed him good haul. Can you test your brawn? No, this is going to be fight. Test your fight. <laughs> I'm actually okay on fight it's a three you you push you push Jim Goodall he sort of takes one step back and just looks at you it's like right now (laughs) 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 I know things what is going on with my voice right street mate I know things have been a bit crook with the that hydrant thing and stuff which I don't know did that happen like literally just hours ago I don't know why I'm back in here feeding the ninja pins when when all that shit's gone down. But I'll, I'll let you off without a detention. But seriously, young lady, you need to leave now before you get yourself into more trouble. Okay, bye. <laughs> Grace has failed to recruit Jim Goodhall. <laughs>
Okay. Yeah, what well, I guess I start by looking in the potions classroom. See if I can find Surprise, them. surprise, Barnaby Spud is there. Everyone seems to have forgotten about the, the hydrant attack. They're all just back in their normal rooms. What does he sound like? He's like Oh Ella Oh Ella <laughs> Oh alright there, Xavier. What's going on? Hey, uh, yeah, sir. You haven't heard from Miss Merriweather, have you? Oh no, she's probably I don't know, cutting all the heads off the flowers now they've grown again. No, okay, and not there's been no like major like school announcements, nothing no No, way. not since not since everyone got evacuated that time with that hydrant. Do you remember that? Yeah. Yeah, it was like some number of hours ago. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. Sir, I, I I need you to to come down with me down into whoa, the Whoa, whoa. I know I'm your head of year and we've had yeah. some one on ones no, no. in the office. Look, Maybe, but that's pff, no, 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 sir, sir. It's serious. I, if I explain, you will never believe me. But you, you need to come down, down into the vaults. You need to well, show how you something. How do you know about the vaults? Monty, well, you leaving the door unlocked again? Yeah, something like that. Look, just you need to come down. We need to show you something, and we need to, we need to prove that Miss Merriweather is up to no good. Oh, right, okay. But right, test of charm though. Barnaby Spud is a bit suspicious of Merriweather, but okay, not, not enough. It's going to be six, six okay. to pass. That is a 10. Hey! Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, right. I mean, I'm supposed to be planning my next lessons assessment, but fuck that, that's boring, isn't it? So yeah, I'll come with you down to the vaults. Okay, quick. Yeah, we, we, need, we need to hurry. Hey, there we go. Barnaby Spud is in tow. Jesse. Okay, so I mean, there's no serpent ball, but you know, there's this potential potential flying squad. So I'm gonna go look for Paula Troy just around the flying grounds, maybe near the arena. Cool. So would you believe it? She's there, literally just throwing a ball, a serpent ball, at the hydrant body. She's just like chucking it, bouncing it off the hydrant. Coach, coach, it's an emergency. Can can you come with me, please? All right, is what it is, mate. I will. I will do whatever you want if you can hit that fucking hydrant right in the eyeball she holds out the ball to you done what am I testing brawn oh I like that <laughs> what'd you get I, I may wish to re-roll what did you get I got a three you got a three I mean, each, I mean you can spend an adversity token to re-roll if you like yep why didn't I think of that 18. Okay, describe. You you, you make the shot. Describe. I take the ball, I throw it so hard that it goes between one of the head's eyes and makes a big dent in the skull. That's a straight back and cool as a cucumber. Grab it out of the air. Whoa, that was, that was proper good. Right, what do you need before then, eh? Um, something bad's happened down in the vaults. It's, it's an emergency. You need to come now. How do you know about these vaults then? Um, right, sneaking down there for some lads' time, is it? All right. Yeah, something bad. Miss Merriweather attacked Professor Pendergast and he He's in a bad way. You need to come now. Bleeding now. Something's happened to Roddy. All right, then. Let's go. Right. We've got we've got Paula Troy. So let's see. Xavier was successful. Jesse was successful. <laughs> Grace, Grace, not so successful. But you, will you believe you will all sort of reconvene down in the vaults at a similar sort of time? That's convenient, isn't it? Oh my god, that's perfect. Okay, you get slinking, looking really sheepish. <laughs> <laughs> you get down to the vaults. All three of you, plus Barnaby Spud and Paula Troy. You sort of cast a glance at Grace, and she's sort of like, <laughs> <it's> like <laughs> couldn't find it. 
nothing happened with the ninja pins. <laughs> right. Oh, all right, Paula. Right. What's this? What do you want to show us then? Okay. Let, let's start with the time room. Yes. Yeah. 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 So, turns out Miss Merriweather is evil, and she was involved in making the hydrant, and she's just killed Pendergast. Look. <laughs> they see Pendergast lying on the floor. Paula Troy instantly sort of kneels down. Oh, he's, he's carped it, mate. He's proper dead. There's no point getting Sarah Flubber. She won't be able to fix him. All right. So what? This is Barnaby Spender. What? Right. What? Uh, all right. What happened? <laughs> <laughs> tell me everything. We tell him everything. <laughs> Bloody hell. <laughs> <laughs> any, did she say where she was apparating to? Disapparating, teleporting. Where did she go? Did she give any clues? No. Something about running the school? Yeah, she, she said she was going to take over. That's why I asked you whether there'd been any announcements. No, but it makes sense. She is the deputy headmistress, and now now Roderick's dead. She will be the headmistress. Have you tried Pendergast's office? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that would have been logical. Yeah. Well, I need to sort this out, Roderick. Dad. So I'll leave it up to you, yeah? yeah. <laughs> you believe us, don't you? Yeah, of course I do. Look, there's a knife sticking out of Roderick's back. Oh no, yeah. just pick that up. Look, there's Jesse holding the knife to kill them. <laughs> <laughs> We can prove it if 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 you need us to. Nah, it's fine. I never really liked Miss Mary ever anyway. She's a bit stuck up, isn't she? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. That cool. makes life much easier. <laughs> Suddenly, bing bong, Meriwether's voice comes over the school announcement system. Attention, all students. Unfortunately, the threat is still not over. All children of non-magical parentage must report back to the flying grounds for immediate evacuation. Everybody else stay in your dormitories. Things will be better, purer soon, I promise. She's going to kill them all. Yep. We have to stop her. Do we have any treats that we could give the father of serpents? I feel bad leaving him all this time. (laughs) I think I've still got some high protein snacks in my pocket. I've got some sparkle fudge. You might come with us. Oh my god, that'd be amazing. Just like us and a really high father of so. Hang on, away from anywhere he can hear us. If we give him sparkle fudge, will we get three extra questions? <laughs> no. <laughs> Wait, hang on. What what makes you think that Miss Merriweather is going to kill all those kids? She's still, a, she might be a fucking bitch, but she's still a teacher. She made the hydrant to get rid of all the non-magical people. She made the hydrant? Yeah, her and Barry Cooper. Fucking Barry Cooper? Cooper? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was evil. Nobody believed us. No, actually, I heard from the the, the Cooper Scoopers that you killed him. No, no you just killed him, but she was an evil mutant monster at the time, so it wasn't her fault. Well, then, right, it's Paula, it's our responsibility to get out there to the flying grounds and, and make sure that no harm comes to these kids then. He runs off. All right, all right, all right. He turns back to you. Kids, just see if you can find out what Merryweather's up to, but don't get too close. If she's going to kill a load of kids, I mean, like, that's you. You're kids so she might kill you he makes an excellent point alright bye (laughs) he runs off Paula Troy runs off well I feel like I don't know Meriwether's probably going to go to the the medical place and finish off uh, (gasps) 
Oh shit! What's the face? Yeah. Ah, what do we do? How do we stop her? Oh, Miranda. Yeah, maybe. Yes, we need to protect. Do. Also, Pendergast office is a good shout. Well, she's instigated all the children gathering, so that's her priority right now. Miranda is, while she's unconscious, she's not a threat. True. That is true. That is true. And I'm not going anywhere near the medical centre, actually, because it's by the flying grounds. Excellent grounds. What if we start with Pendergast office and take our brooms, and then we can like dramatically jump out of his window if she's not there? Dramatically? Yeah, like bust out the window and fly out of it and save the day. Oh, did you say dramatically or Jurassically? Dramatically. Okay, so sorry, what are we doing? We're going to Pendergast's office. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With or without the serpent? What house? Did... I didn't, never mind, let's go to his office. <laughs> without. Okay. Yeah. In fact, since we're, you know, pottering past it anyway, can I grab a random potion from the potions <laughs> door? <laughs> yes, you can. <laughs> well, as it's random, I'm not going to tell you what it does until you drink it. Okay, well, I wanted to sense whether it would be, like, beneficial for one of us to drink. Okay. Well, I tell you what, you test your brains to do some prophesizing, and if you are successful, I will send you a picture of the randomly generated thing. Ooh, 19 plus 4. Okay, that's definitely enough. Well, I mean, I don't need to send you a picture. It, it will make you good at hiding. <laughs> what? Hiding? Hiding. <laughs> Getting that covered. Go, Grace. I mean, I feel like this is my calling in life. (laughs) But that could be really useful for one of us if we're ever in the situation where Meriwether is coming. Might be useful for Xavier to have it rather Mm. than me. It's very true. It's very true. Then you can find Grace's cupboard. Yeah. (laughs) I will already be in the cupboard. (laughs) You can hide and Jesse can run. Yeah, sorry. Jessie will do something stupid, don't worry. Yeah. I'm just thinking, of the three of us, you're the one she's more likely to kill. True. Okay, so you're going to give Xavier the good at hiding potion? Yes, for emergencies. I don't know if he needs to drink that now or at the time. He can keep it for when he wants to drink it. Yeah. Is it not a permanent effect? It will... It will definitely last you for the rest of the Kids on Brooms campaign. (laughs) (laughs) Cool. Right, I grab that and then then I'm ready. Cool. Are you heading... Where are you heading? To the office? Yep. Just as you're leaving the vault, you hear the servant father's voice like I've still got two questions (laughs) (laughs) never mind You run up. As you're heading up to the third floor, second floor, whichever floor Pendergast's office is on, you see, thankfully, Barnaby Spurred and Paula Troy and some of the other teachers are there and they've managed to keep everyone away from the apparition pads that are on the flying ground. As you suspected, there's something odd. They look darker. They're sort of crackling with a dark sort of energy, but it doesn't look like anyone stepped on one yet. So you might have averted some crisis there. Well done, you. You get up to the office. You burst in. Oh, please. Can we have a ninty pin? Just like try one. <laughs> 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 of the random ninty pins steps on to the apparition pad and just like becomes red mist. <laughs> oh no, I take it back. I don't want the little things to die. Jim Goodall say, oh, bleeding hell. 
<laughs> right, you burst in to Pendergast or Merryweather's office now, and she is behind the desk. Quick as a flash, she throws up a shield of shimmering energy, partitioning the room. So, like, she's blocked off in the, the desk area. You fools just won't give up. Can't you see the world would be better off without the F-wits? They absorb magic, but can't use it. Eventually, there'll be no magic left, and we'll all just be as useless as they are. I thought we had it with the hydrant. Did you know there are certain plants that react to F-wits? But no, you had to ruin that too. Well, not anymore. She draws her wand, and you are on the final boss fight. (laughs) Please, may you each roll your D20s. And I'm going to roll one for her. I got a 6. I got a natural 1. Oh, 19. You got 19? Yeah. We need to roll again because Merryweather got a 19. Got a nat 20. Oh, no. I got 3 that time. Okay, right. So Merryweather's going first, then Xavier, then Jesse, then Grace. Okay, so she pulls out her wand. She looks across at Pendergast's wall of staff portraits. A glint in her eyes. Hmm, I was just going to dispose of these F-wit teachers, but this will be much more entertaining. She points at the portrait of Nigel Wilberforce and zaps it with her wand. And suddenly Wilberforce appears in the room on your side of the shield, but his eyes seem glared over. Glared? His eyes are glazed over and he looks at you with malicious intent. Uh-oh. <laughs> what are you going to do? Kill your precious teachers? I know how much you love Professor Wilberforce. <laughs> Hello! <laughs> Prepare to die, children! <laughs> okay, Xavier. Well, apparently I'm cool under pressure. Oh. That's never, never come up before. What have I got that might be useful? I've never got very good at anything. Animal communication? <laughs> Just shouting down to the father of servants. Yeah. Have you got any ideas? Yeah, okay, I'm going to... Yes! <laughs> no! <laughs> no way does that count. <laughs> Not having it. <laughs> that definitely doesn't count. We're nowhere near earshot. I'm the um... father of all servants. My ears is really good. <laughs> My grammar are awful. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, right, let's just, I don't know, incapacitate Wilberforce somehow. I have a question. Mm. You know we did time like so many times. Who's the question for? Is it for me? Because if you just say random questions. I have a question for God, out of character. (laughs) (laughs) I used my sleeping draft at some point and then we redid the day over and over and over again. Does that mean I still have it or it's gone? Let's go with you still have it, unless you used it on the final day. I can't be bothered. No, like what did you use your sleeping draft on in the time loop anyway? I tried to make the high drink go to sleep and I just made one head go to sleep uh, yeah <laughs> yeah no cause no I think that was in that was just before it killed Xavier so that was before the time loop so I, I don't think, think I don't think you guys fought the hydrant on the final one because the fae king and queen no. just came and killed it right so no you still have sleeping draft okay everyone's just like checking their inventory yeah pretty much <laughs> I have a book and a teddy okay actually I'm gonna see if I can try and like dodge past Wilberforce and just try and get closer to 
Merriweather. Okay, cool. Test your flight, please. Barry Wilberforce is like a doddering old man, so it's going to be pretty easy. Flight <laughs> four to get past him. Uh, that is a ten. Excellent. You easily dodge Nigel Wilberforce. He sort of rotates very slowly to just sort of follow your movement but makes no move towards you. Okay, I guess Merriweather still has a shield up. She does still have her shield up. Okay. Is the field, it's just like a magic proof field, is it? It's just a shimmering wall of energy that cuts up, like splits the room, you know, so it spreads from wall to wall. There's no, like, gap or anything. Okay, I'm just going to, like, fire a basic stun spell or something at the wall just to, like, test it. Okay, test your... Let's go brawn. Eleven. The the stun spell sort of slams against the shield. It ripples for a bit and sort of sparks. But it still, it stays, it stays holding. Now, it's going to take more than that to break my shield, boy. <sighs> okay, all right then. I'm going to leave, it's going to be Jesse's go now. Okay, since I still have my sleeping draft, I'm going to use my turn to try and just put Nigel Wilberforce to sleep. Okay. I'm going to try and like, get him in a headlock and pour the potion down his throat. Okay, let's go for brawn on that one. 15. So easy. Again, he's a slow old man. You describe. You're, you're going to knock him out. Go for it. Okay. So he's sort of trying to work out which of us to go after. So I'm going to sort of r- run sort of round. So I'm slightly in his blind spot. Sort of get behind him. So I've got his head in my arm. Open the cap and go, no, no, professor. And just like pour it down his throat. And he'll just go, ooh, yeah. Booze. And then down <laughs> <it> goes. <laughs> Nigel Wilberforce is out for the count. But your sleeping draft is gone. And because I'm not mean, I'm obviously lowering him to the or not just dropping in. <laughs> <laughs> he'll remember that. If if everyone survives this battle, he'll will remember your he'll he'll will remember he will remember your kindness. Okay, Grace, your go. Okay, I would like to do several things. The first thing I'd like to do. So she's behind the desk. Yes, and the, also which is behind the shield. We've come in the door. There's yes. a shield. There's the desk. There's her. There's the window. Yes. Is this window open? Roll me a d6. Odds it's closed even it's open five it's closed okay i am going to sorry it's slightly remote i was going to send penny round to flight in the window and then she'll be on the other side of the wall clever i don't want her to just smack into a closed window though she's strong enough to lift a brick <laughs> no, but could there be some magical way of helping her become strong enough to lift a brick? Give her the serpent serum. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, can can I make her grow temporarily? Ooh, yes. You did do large objecty transformationy things, didn't you? I'm gonna say yes, but I don't have transformations, and I didn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> but I was I, maybe that was the class I was like pressed up to the window I heard everything <laughs> <laughs> let me get the book and find out how difficult that would be although it will be brains which you're quite good at okay right so you want to make Penny grow big enough so that she can lift a brick yeah or just fucking massive <laughs> <laughs> Spell goes wrong. Expect <laughs> a mutant crow. <laughs> Office sized raven. <laughs> it's a raven like a writing desk. <laughs> <laughs> it's as big as an office, it is. <laughs> right. 
Here we go. How big do you intend her to get? Give me the size of another animal that you wish Penny to be at. Well, if I'm just trying to get her into the office, she only needs to be able to be strong enough to lift a brick. If I'm throwing magic out there, then, you know, Great Dane seems like a good... Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I feel like what you want is a really tame, vicious, massive crow. <laughs> okay, the experience. I presume you've you've never cast this spell. Are you aware that it can be done? Yeah, I imagine you can. Okay, you're going to need brains 10. Can I spend an adversity token? You can. I've got a four, so <laughs> I will just roll that again. Okay, that one was a three. <laughs> Plus one. <laughs> plus one. Plus four. <laughs> for brains. I might spend another adversity token. Okay. How many have you got? Well, I, I have four, but now I have two. Ah, 18 plus two. Hey. Okay. Well, that is a success. Quite impressively, it is. Quite impressive success. So describe what happens. Okay. So Penny's going to fly out the door. And as she's going, I'm going to cast the spell. Yeah. And she's going to start growing gradually she's going to fly through the corridors out the building round the side ready at an opportune moment to come barreling through the window into the other side of the office okay cool okay so penny no, big enough to get through a window and be distracting without being you know scary mutant yeah totally okay so penny is ready poised to smash the window it's merryweather's turn again she oh she points her wand at the portraits again but she for some reason points her wand at the portrait of Fred Gimble who understandably does not appear <laughs> is that her go over <laughs> that is her go over <laughs> that all you've got <laughs> my bad <laughs> <laughs> it must not work on ghosts so we've got got a big magical barrier so there I feel like we're kind of stuffed until uh, giant Great Dane sized raven flies through a window <laughs> she's so cute and lovely <laughs> I have a question for the GM hello so I've written down spell to make a pocket dimension what is that that was just so you would be aware of where Miranda Heckington was hidden okay so I can't do that I mean you could it'd be different I mean you could that is certainly something you could attempt <laughs> <laughs> We're running out of adversity tokens. <laughs> yeah, okay, hang on. Yeah, so I've got I've got the ability well, I've got on my spell list dimensional portal. Yep. I'm going to create a dimensional portal. Okay. Where? <laughs> well, I guess on this side of the barrier. Oh, to try and come out on the other side of the barrier. That sort of thing, yeah. Okay. Just to, you know, I'm making a portal. Okay. Yeah, okay. All the magic's coming out today. Yeah. Big enough for you to step through, right? Yeah. Have you cast the dimension portal spell before? I can't remember who cast it. You've tried in some version of Time Loop. Tried a few times. And didn't we get instructions from reading a thing? Yeah. yeah. But when we okay. eat the Stardust or whatever, yeah. I can't remember who, who did it then. It was Grace, I think, because we needed, like, brains. Things. Okay. Brains 10. Yeah, that seems unlikely, but we'll give it a go. Here we go, brains 10. Ooh. Oh, yeah. I can't roll dice, but yeah, that's 15. Hey, describe. So I... Oh, okay, yeah. So I cast the portal just at the edge of the the magical barrier. But it's like, for some reason, I'm an idiot. I cast it on the floor. So okay. it, it like opens up, but it like now spans each side of the uh. magical barrier. And I'm going to like... Into it. Yeah. I'm going to jump in. Cool. Okay. So there you go. Xavier is now 
on the other side of the magical barrier. Mm-hmm. Well played. Jesse. I assume that portal's still there. With the difficulty I give it, I said it was going to last for a few minutes. Okay, I'm going to run straight through. I'm going to follow very quickly. And I need something brawny because brains is not my forte. Let's go with the fire whip spell. I've done that a few times. Okay. I crack out a bandagast. What's that going to do? <laughs> Just a signature move, it? Is isn't my it? signature move. <laughs> like running in and expelliarmusing all the way not Harry Potter, though, so I'm going to yeah. run in and try and wrap her in fire. Right. Okay, flame whip is going to be fight. Okay. But let's do... How many times? You've done it a few times, haven't you? Um, I've tallied three. Okay, fight five. Okay. Well, this is going to work because I've got a plus four. 13. Cool. It is a solid hit. The flame whips over the desk. It sort of wraps around Meriwether's arm. Her arm catches fire. She's like, I can't really do that voice in a panicked sort of way. (laughs) How do you scream when you sound like that? (laughs) Yeah, she, you, you've wounded her. (laughs) You scored a hit on her. Nice. Grace, it's your go. Okay. So, I mean, it goes against Grace's nature because that cupboard is beckoning but that portal is still open I presume it hasn't been minutes no it's going to disappear at the end of the, it will last for like Xavier's round like till Xavier's next turn it will be open for a round okay well I am going to also duck through and what I would like to happen is for Penny to crash through the window yeah and kind of like claws out attack while she's flailing around with the fire right <laughs> So yeah. Penny comes in and like tackles her, you know, okay. wings beating, claws going, her, you know, and I want to see if I can grab her wand while she's like flailing. Oh, okay. That is going to be I mean obviously let's like yep yeah, Penny comes smashing through the window she's dealing with that boss can you <laughs> just test your flight please to see if you can like nip in and steal Meriwether's wand I rolled a d10 and it landed on zero is that zero? no no ten. it's good that Thanks. is ten nice it's only a nine because I minus one from cake <laughs> <laughs> It's still, it's still good. Yeah, you, you duck in. You manage to snatch Meriwether's wand out of her hand while she's dealing with Penny. Nice one, Grace. Oh, yeah. I was sort of hoping that that would stop her being able to cast spells, but we don't know yet. We limit her, surely. I thought so. May well limit her. Okay, it's Meriwether's go. Let's see what she's going to do. Oh. <laughs> Meriwether, she looks, she's, she noticed, obviously she notices that you've got her wand. She's not an idiot. She, <laughs> she in a last ditch, well, not a last, she sort of swats Penny away and she jumps through Xavier's portal to the other side of the shield. Then she runs over to the wall of portraits, slams her hand against Barnaby Spud's portrait, and your beloved head of year appears in the same fashion as Nigel Wilberforce. Oh. Eyes glazed over, staring at you menacingly. However, at this moment, Xavier's portal flickers and disappears. So again, you're on the other side of the shield, <laughs> and she is just <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Xavier. Oh, that wasn't exactly how that was supposed to go. On the other hand, I'm really glad I followed you in, because I would not <laughs> want to be on my own. <laughs> 
<laughs> Straight in that cupboard. Okay. How big's the raven and for how long? <laughs> oh, yeah, how long? So it's the size of a Great Dane. Yeah. I don't know. Again, I said like a few, I, the difficulty, I set it for a few minutes, you know, just long enough to get round and smash through the window. Okay. So maybe Penny is already sort of starting to shrink. Starting to shrink. Okay, that's, yeah. Sort of convenient, sort of not. Well, uh, how to deal with Barnaby Spud. The only other spell, the only spell I have listed as mastered is turning stone to wood. <laughs> I'm just trying to think. Is there any stone? Is this building made of stone? Well, I was thinking, yeah, maybe it's, you know, just like turn the floor or something into wood and then... And then Jenny say- can set it alight and he can yeah. fall. Yeah. I would say let's think it's a, remember it's a bus station isn't it so yeah. <laughs> oh no it looks like a bus station okay i reckon walls of stone floors of wooden floorboards though because we're upstairs aren't we yeah okay fine well oh i don't know are you quite good at charm or something or... very charming not a bit charming charming what spud or oh i have a question oh. Go for, it. for god not the father of serpents yeah <laughs> You know she keeps touching the portraits. Yeah. Is it only the head teacher that can do that? Ooh. Yes. Let's say yes. Shame. Ooh, no. Why? What are you thinking? That you could summon some teachers? Well, yeah. I'm thinking that Rhoda Moonshine can put a stop to this. For, okay. Oh. Interesting. Let's give it a go. I think it, it might take. I think she can do it with just a touch. You'd have to do a test. But yeah. Okay. Okay. Are you going to shout this at me, then, Grace, or something? <laughs> Yeah. yeah. It's go, isn't it? Well, just because I'm flighty. Like, if you're, if you're saying, ah, oh, maybe we should touch the portraits, then I can try and... Oh, you touch oh. the portrait? Xavier, try and touch a portrait. <laughs> okay, okay. All right, I'm going to dodge around. We're on the other side. I assume Barnaby Spud is on the same side as us. Oh, yeah, that's true. Otherwise, he's not Spud? a threat. True, yeah. Where's Barnaby Spud? Yeah, Barnaby Spud is on your side. Oh, okay, yeah. fine, yeah. Ooh, I got a flight of four, so I feel like I'm not dodging him. Oh, no. He grabs you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That's you. You are being. He like grabs you and sort of just like shoves you back. Yeah. There you go. Right, Jesse. Okay. So either we can try and summon a teacher, or I've done some summoning, so I might try. I decide if I try and summon some like ropes or something to subdue him, or if I just try and sit on him. Who? Barnaby Spurred? Yeah. Just like tackle him onto the floor and just sort of sit there. <laughs> Up to you. I think I might have more likelihood of success with that, so I'm gonna. Yeah. Sorry, sir, and sort of run towards him and try and pin him onto the floor. Okay, test your fight. 11. Oh, yeah, okay. That's enough. You you charge at Barnaby Spud, you sort of like shoulder barge him, send him down to the wall. He's not out for the count like Wilberforce, but you've you've stunned him enough so that he will miss a turn. Yeah, I plans to follow through on that and like pin him. You're so gonna I'm gonna like, yourself onto him. Pardon? You're gonna follow through onto him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna follow that tackle through like a rugby player and sort of uh-huh. get him onto the ground. Okay, cool. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> yep, he is subdued onto the ground, but he's still, like I said, he's not like out of the fight completely. Grace, your go. Okay, well, since he's out of the way, I'm heading for a portrait. Cool. How Who's do I pick one? For? Can I choose? Yeah. Yes, there are some exceptions, but I will let you know if you choose one of those. Who's awesome? I mean, I feel like Canteen Hatch could stand up for herself. But, um, <laughs> well, flying coach. 
or Stephen Peregrine is magical defense. I don't know if he would be a good one. Yeah. Okay, I like him. He's the half bird guy, isn't he? <laughs> yes. Although it just would be really good to have Rodan Moonshine come here and like wake what's his face up. Like Snow White style. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wait, do you mean wake Nigel Wilberforce up? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Be like, you know, so Barnaby Spud is in a, a rage, he's attacking, and then, you know, sees Rodan oh. Moonshine, can't do it, and snaps out the spell. I mean, it depends where you want to go now narratively with this <laughs> depends whether you can successfully summon Roland Moonshine <laughs> so it's Roland Moonshine or Mr. Peregrine any votes? Well, your choice don't mind I'll go Roland Moonshine then because it has a better narrative arc to it okay so gonna be devastated if he dies <laughs> yeah it's gonna be grit nine grit Okay, not my absolute best. Oh, he is magic though, so you get your d4 as well. Ah, okay, that's good because I roll a d8. I was like, but I do get a plus one, so I was like, oh, it is possible if I nail this. Okay, four, five, seven. Seven. You put your hand on the portrait, nothing happens. Sorry. (laughs) I feel like. There you go. Um, Should have worked. No, it was grit nine, not grit seven, my darling. Barnaby Spud's missing a go because he's being sat on by Jesse. <laughs> so he's back to Merriweather. Ooh, Merriweather. Again, she's scanning the portrait wall. She jabs her hand at one of them. And Gladys Red Hat, the divination teacher, appears on Merriweather's side of the room. Mm-hmm. That's her done. Xavier, it's your game. Interesting. Well, I'm going to try and summon my broom. Ooh. Okay. Summoning your broom. It's going to be grit five. Well, okay. <laughs> yeah, no, no. No grit five for me. You just sort of stand there holding out your hand and everyone <laughs> just stops fighting and just looks at you as like... <laughs> Oh. Nothing happens. No broom for no you. No broom. No broom. Jessie! I'm paranoid she's summoned a teacher onto her side because I was going to try and blow a hole in the floor, like under the barrier, kind of like the portal. But if I make a big enough hole, the floor might come out from under Merriweather as well. But I don't particularly want to cause Professor Red Hat to fall through the floor. Hello, Grace. Well, you could summon someone because there's grit. Also, the barrier. Did you say you were trying to blow a hole in the floor? I could just blast the barrier. Idiot, right? If you blew a hole in the floor, could you go under the barrier? Like, the barrier only goes up to the floor. That's true. Then we need to somehow get under the floor. Or you could see if you could blast a hole in it. I mean, um... That's true. It did waver with a basic stunning spell. I might go for a slightly bigger blast while still sitting on Barnaby's but I'm not letting him up. Yeah, okay. I could give you Merriweather's wand and see if that helps. Oh, yeah, double wand. Double wand. (laughs) Double wand. Double wand. Double wand. Double wand. I'm not Harry Potter. I'm not doing just the one spell. Okay, what are you, what are you gonna do? I'm gonna say, Grace, chuck me Merryweather's wand, and then I'm gonna try and blast the shield wall, but using both ones to try okay. and double power with like an energy blast. Yeah. Okay, let's go for. It's only it's only gonna be brawn seven, but I will even I will let you roll the d4 twice to account for the extra wand. Okay. 11. 11. Cool. The you, the double-wanded energy blast smashes into the shield. It ripples and, like, cracks spider through it. So now it's all, like, 
cracked like a broken glass. It's still sort of intact, but it is very severely weakened. Well done. Grace. Well, if Penny moves, is that my go? No. Because it was only because you you spent your go casting the spell on her to make her big. But yeah, no. So yeah, Penny can do something. So I want to do something. And also Penny reckons that she can take that wall down now. Uh, Okay. (laughs) Fair enough. She's shrinking, but she reckons she's got it in her. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Who is going to go first? You or Penny? Well, Penny can can go first. She can smack into the wall. Okay. She, Penny, smashes in with the remaining of her extra size. She smashes the shield to pieces. Oh yeah, Penny, my girl. I wasn't quite sure what to do. I mean, I could just, I could attack massively what I would do though. Oh, fight. I've got a d12. No one would expect it. (laughs) (laughs) That's quite fighty for you. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, otherwise I'm going to have to, I'm going to try and cast some kind of magic. I was wondering whether to try and predict something, like predict her next move, but I don't know if that's actually going to be useful. She's going next, isn't she? She's going next, so I would have to predict the one after that. Barnaby Spud's going next. Yeah, but I would I would want to predict the one after that so that I could warn Xavier and Jesse. Okay, and Gladys Red Hat's going after Barnaby Spud. I'm not worried about Gladys Red Hat. I have no respect. Whoa, I don't have underestimate I am better at prophesying than she is. Okay. Her eyes are glazed over and she's in like mind control mode. She like looks at you and narrows. You can see there's some sort of there's like, we'll see about that bitch. <laughs> there's a pretty complex going on there. Don't know. Do I want to just like launch myself? Yeah, do it. I am going to take the lead from my lovely raven and just like launch myself at Gladys Red Hat. I never liked her. I never wanted to take divination. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> That's fact. It's my least favourite subject. (laughs) I never wanted to be this prophecy child and I was made to take the class. (laughs) Test your fight, please. (laughs) And this is like a whole year's worth of pent-up aggression. (laughs) I feel like I should get advantage for that. (laughs) Have plus one. (laughs) That would be a natural one. Over the table or something. <laughs> you charge at Gladys Red Hat and she deftly sidesteps out the way and you go barreling into the wall. <laughs> you are st- just shakes her head like, oh. <laughs> That you are stunned, Grace. You're going to miss your next go, I'm afraid. I, I feel like that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> now, next, Barnaby Spud in a surge of wriggling. You, he sort of opens his coat and he's wearing a bandolier with all potion vials down it. Yes. And he takes a vial, Jesse, and he smashes it over your head. And you are now scared of the outdoors. <laughs> going to be a problem. <laughs> and immediately you look at the, the broken window that Penny came through and you're like, ah, ah. <laughs> There you go. You're scared of the outdoors. Sorry. I'm not going to be scared of the outdoors. Till the end. <laughs> <laughs> Next, Gladys Red Hat, in a smirk, she like looks looks at Grace's stunned form on the floor. Gladys Red Hat pulls a little pouch out of her pocket and she shakes some runes into the palm of her hand. She looks at the runes for a moment, nods smugly, and then puts them away. Oh no. Merryweather. Now obviously you've smashed the shield. She's a bit angry. She's switching up her tactics now. 
Whoa. Oh, wait, no, shit. Can she do that? She hasn't got a wand. Ah, okay. Hmm, okay. She is going to spend her turn grabbing the wand off you, Jessie, oh, while you are distracted by the big frightening outdoors. She should have snapped it while I had the chance. I was thinking about doing that. Uh, yeah. There you go. She's got her wand back. Xavier. I am going to try and ram some sparkle fudge in Miss Merryweather's face. <laughs> Test your flight, please. <laughs> Seven. You, you know, she's sort of smugly standing there after getting her wand back. You approach her with the sparkle fudge. But just at the last moment, Gladys Red Hat calls out, Look out! He's going to ram sparkle fudge into your face! And Miss Merriweather sort of turns and sort of twats you back. It's oh. almost like Gladys Red Hat used her runes to predict what your next attack would be. <laughs> Jesse. Right. I'm now scared of the outdoors. I don't want to be near that window anymore. How close together are Merriweather and Red Hat? They're sort of in the same half of the room. Okay. I'm going to try and blow a hole in the floor, but just under Ms. Merriweather. Okay. And the gas. Bandergast. <laughs> no. Bandergast. I'm going to blast, try and blast her and the floor so that she gets hit and falls through the floor. Okay. Okay. Right. Let's go for five. It's going to be like brawn five. This is an okay. easy one. 18. Woo. You enthusiastically aim your wand at the floor. The entire floor of the office <laughs> shatters, tumbling all of you down. <laughs> into the room below which I believe let me check my map is the charms classroom <laughs> so there you go you have smashed through the ceiling of the charms classroom what? can you obviously Merriweather she lands in a in a sort of heap that's one another hit on her just roll me a d6 each please except for Grace because you were already sort of stunned from hitting the wall three four Okay, so wait, hang on. Jesse, from all your sporting prowess, you managed to land on your feet. You're fine. Xavier, not so good. You sort of land in a slump. You're going to miss your next go. Damn it. But Barnaby Spud. Oh, Barnaby Spud's fine. Gladys Red Hat. Oh, Gladys Red Hat tumbles down. She lands on her red hat, giving her a red head, and she twats herself out. Gladys Red Hat out of the fight. <laughs> Sorry, Xavier. Oh, and Nigel Wilberforce's sleeping body just sort of tumbles down as well. <laughs> I feel like my last act should just be to tuck Teddy under his arm as he snoozes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that was Jesse. Grace is stunned, so it's Barnaby Spud. He is going to whip another potion off his bandolier, and he's going to throw it at... He's throwing it at Grace, who is stunned and unable to dodge. The potion <laughs> hits Grace... <laughs> Grace, when you come to, you are now ignorant of social norms. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> then it's back to Merriweather. <laughs> oh, Merriweather, she waves her wand and a shimmering green light appears in the centre of the Charms classroom. A, you've seen this before at 1978, but one of her half-mutated ninty-pints appears in the middle of the room. And that's her go over. Xavier, you, you're missing your go. Yeah. So it's Jesse. Okay. Did, our, did Frederick and Odin come with us? Are they with us at this point? I think your familiars are always kind of with you. Okay, then my plan is two prompts. 
first. I'm going to throw snacks at the Ninty Pint to distract it, and it will just focus on the snacks. <laughs> okay, test your... What's that going to be? We'll go for flight to see how, like, you know, how decent a throw. Eleven. Eleven. Yep, okay, you throw the snacks, the Ninty Pint runs into the corner, Ninty Pint's distracted for a turn. And because Odin's in the... He's just going to run up to Meriwether and start really going to town on her ankles, like biting, scratching. That's <laughs> Okay, she, yeah, she's in an Odin-related panic at the moment. So that was Jessie. Grace, you're awake, but ignorant of social norms. <laughs> Are you sure, Dan? I miss another go. No, because you, you were sparked out when you fell through, fell, fell through weren't you? Oh, okay. So you already missed a go. So yeah, you're, you're back up. Remind me how dangerous these mutated mutants are. It's just a little bit of a shit. It'll, it'll zonk you out if it bites you. It'll, it'll hurt you a bit. How big is it? Like a large rat. While it is distracted, theoretically, bear with me, hang on, could Penny, who's doing much better in this fight than I am, grab it in her claws and carry it out the window and drop it onto one of the teleportation pads? (laughs) I feel like there was a Chekhov's gun there. (laughs) Yes, you're going to have to open... Oh no, let's roll the dice. Odds, the window is open. No, she smashed through it. No, we fell into a different room. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, okay, right, there you go. Penny grabs the ninja pin, flies <laughs> up through the broken ceiling, chucks it out the window, like literally yeets it out the window into <laughs> one of the <laughs> pads, and pfft, it's like being chucked in a blender, just like... Pfft. <laughs> okay, the, the mutated Nintipint had a few snacks and has now been destroyed. <laughs> what are you going to do, Grace? Because that was that was all Penny. <laughs> well, like I said, I mean, I feel like I'll have a go, but <laughs> I don't feel very confident. Okay, in that case, I will... So, again, remind me. So we're in the Charms classroom. Yep. There's us three, and yep. then there's Merriweather and... Barnaby Spud. Barnaby Spud. And everyone's up. They will be. Yes, yes. Okay, I feel like prediction is probably going to be the best thing. I would like to predict Barnaby Spud's next move and then be able to warn whoever. Test your brains, please. 16. Okay, you predict, or you see in your mind's eye, Barnaby Spud throwing a potion at you, Grace, that if it hits you, it will turn you into a pyromaniac. Yeah, let that happen. Let that happen. I have no concept of social convention, so I don't know what the problem with that is. <laughs> there you go. Well, Barnaby Spud's going to do that then. He takes... <laughs> oh, no. Well, I am going to dodge. <laughs> he throws it at you. Can you... <laughs> I really want to catch him. Just throw it at Jesse. <laughs> well, how are you... So, obviously, you've seen it coming, so a dodge will be easy. It's going to be literally like flight three if you want to dodge it because you know exactly how where it's going. I was just deciding whether I wanted to dodge it or catch it. Yeah, I'm I, I'm not sure it's going to really do anyone much good. I'm going to dodge it. Okay, flight three then, please. <laughs> Four. <laughs> I dodge, but it's close. <laughs> you only just managed. The potion smashes harmlessly against the wall. And yeah, there you go. If the wall was sentient, it would now be a pyromania. <laughs> Merryweather's go next. Ooh, she is gearing up. She's going to aim a fire blast at Jessie, which is grit six to, to like, shield yourself from. This is going to be problematic. Is this a, a magical grit or a normal? Magical. You can, like, let's imagine you're, like, summoning a shield type situation. Okay. 
Ah, that would be four. Oh, you're engulfed in oh, flames. Sorry. Yeah. Ow. The fire hits you, burns, burns you a bit. You're, you know, like ah, you're on pain, on pain, in fire, in fire. There you go. Xavier, did we decide that I had the good at hiding potion? You do have the good at hiding potion. I'm going to chug it. Nice. <laughs> and then, like, try and sneak behind Merriweather. She does not notice you. Is it still my go? You can still do something. I'm, j- I'm just going to blast her in the back then with a stun spell or something. Nice. Just, yeah. Go for it. Let's go for... Brain 7. Eleven. Hey, Ooh, you. She. She's completely caught by surprise. She's like, "Where the fuck, Xavier? What?" <laughs> Just <laughs> twats her in the back. She's looking pretty ropey now, guys. She's hanging a little bit. There you go. That was Xavier. Jesse, you're kind of still a bit on fire. Just a bit <laughs> on fire. <laughs> okay, then I'm going to try and get her. I'm going to stop, drop, and roll, but roll myself into Merryweather. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, test your flight, please, to see if you can be coordinated. I mean, you know, it's difficult to concentrate when you're on fire, I imagine. Seven. Seven? Do you know what? You can do it. You can do it. You describe. You've got to okay. describe what happens. So, like, my robes are still sort of smoking, so I'm going to, like, sort of pat myself and then remember I need to roll. So I'm going to, like, fling myself on the floor and roll sideways, kind of barrel into her and, like, take her feet out so she lands flat on her face. Ooh, nice. <laughs> she lands flat on her face. Her nose smashes into the floor. She she sort of like scrambles up. She's bloody. She's looking around at the carnage of the Charms classroom. You've got Gladys Red Hat. You've got Nigel Wilberforce sort of sparked out on the floor. Everything's a mess. She's looking pretty ragged. She pulls herself to her feet and she's standing in front of the window. Please, can't we just talk about this? You must see reason. At that moment... Fred Gimble finally appears <laughs> ah, no. with a smile on his face. He blasts her through the window. <laughs> uh. And you hear, just like you did back in 1978, the flutter of robes before <laughs> splat onto the ground. Hooray! Ooh. How do you celebrate? <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's like Gimble. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Can high five a ghost? <laughs> you can. Have. Your hand goes through him, but he smiles anyway. <laughs> but there you go. That's it. Miss Merriweather's dead. Fast forward to a few weeks into the future. Barnaby Spud is now the headmaster of Hollyfirth. He's next hey. in line. And he's decided a radical new approach. By teaching magic to the F-wits, they'll release their absorbed power and they'll keep the magical cycle going and thus solving the problem of the diminishing magic but not in the way that Merriweather expected and thus keeping magic alive for everyone what an end (laughs) no comeuppance for Miss Whipshaft oh yeah well (laughs) (laughs) she's probably just involved in a minor family scandal you know while you're all celebrating this victory and this new harmony between the magical and non-magical folks Cynthia Whipshaft walks past and treads in some shit. (laughs) (laughs) The end. (laughs) Cue the happy ending music. 
<laughs> Excellent. Take it, everyone made like a full recovery. Yep, everyone's fine. Oh, Roland and Barnaby got married on the school lawns. Oh. In the art, oh, they made like a, you know, like an arbor out of the rib yeah. cage of the hydrant. And grew uh, <laughs> roses all around it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was very, very pretty. And yeah, everything's all back to normal. Yeah, and no, Nigel Wilberforce. Oh yeah, he did like a Rip Van Winkle and wakes up like two months later. It's like, hello! <laughs> Everything's growing again. And is Miranda now the botany teacher? Is oh, yeah, he... yeah. Oh no, is Nigel Wilberforce redundant? No, oh, <laughs> I can't bear it. Or maybe... He can be the new magical geography teacher though because we need one of those now. Yeah. <laughs> yes. There you go. It's all fine. <laughs> Everything's fine. Yes. And then Grace made it onto the flying squad. <laughs> <laughs> like, I wouldn't make it, but Penny would. <laughs> but did you see, right? I worked at, you know, Grace's vision right from the start about two people dueling, but one of whom she knew to be dead. That was Fred Gimble versus yeah. Miss Merriweather. Yeah. <laughs> nice. But there you go. Yes. Well, that's, that's the end. Should we do what we did before with bikes and do some highlights of brooms? Yeah. 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 What was... I liked it. <laughs> I can't think of it. My highlight was Grace's dad's shouting voice. Great <laughs> <laughs> voice. And again, it's another Grace highlight, but the giant head at the costume <laughs> party. Yeah. Bunty, what did you enjoy? I enjoyed the kind of fights with magic, like against Barry Cooper. Cooper and Miss Merriweather you know that that was quite fun but I think probably my absolute favorite I mean it's got to be the father of serpents hasn't it <laughs> I mean he's gonna be so annoyed because I'm gonna visit him constantly and just make sure I don't ask any questions and he's gonna be like please ask me two questions so I can go. No, you've only got one question left remember he heard you <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, absolutely. It's been fun. The Groundhog Day episode was yeah. was great. <laughs> Infuriating, but great. I just I felt bad for you because you were the only one that didn't keep your memories each time. So yeah. every time you were like, what? I died? That <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, was good. I mean, dying was quite fun, to be honest, in a novel kind of way. Yeah, I wasn't expecting that. As always, I love your voices. They are phenomenal. And The Father of Servants was good. And I, yeah, I enjoyed the magic. And I enjoyed being able to just get familiars to cause mischief as well that was quite fun how do you think it compared to bikes now that we've done both all the way through i know we did a bit of a comparison after our first like in the podcast proper episode but i think i prefer this still there's more more options for things you can panic and magic your way into or out of something yeah yeah i think for that though i found this one harder for me to do because i kept forgetting magic (laughs) and like the magic made it a lot freer for you because i could just be like well what are you going to do and you could literally think of any conceivable magic spell to try and do it and the pressure was on me to work out how that spell would you know so I found it harder to GM this one I think with if, with doing it more you would get better at the spells you'd just be able to go alright oh, well that's going to be this it's going to yeah. be this hard to do yeah I think I liked this one better that might have been because we were all more of a team from the beginning like we were all in the same situation yes you had to in 
in bikes, you had to very much get to know each other and yeah. become a reluctant team, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, but it also might be because we've been playing together for longer now. Yeah. So maybe we're just more comfortable. Yeah, but I did like bikes. Though. In fact, I listened to an episode the other day. I mean, that's a complete... It came up on my, like, shuffle. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Cool. Well, thank you very much for playing, guys. I've had a lovely time. Thank you. Really, yeah. Thank you for having me. It's been really fun. Get ready for teens in space coming soon. Now it's time when we stop. Good night.